the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement as always on the Max Out Savings Show. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. And I always want to start out with with the power of saving money in your qualified plan, your 403B, your 457, uh, your 401K. These are the most successful programs for savings and wealth we've, that have been built up in the, probably the last 50 years. Remarkably successful programs. And... And so it's important to keep on saving up, building up the wealth, and, and, and putting away that money. And, and the reason why these programs are so successful is it's a kind of savings on autopilot. And that that's what gets you up just to that's – uh, that's what takes care of – the fact that you have to do it each paycheck makes a huge difference overall. And so start out with that savings program – and do the ten percent maximum, not the ten percent, but the ten percent minimum plus a company uh, match. Houston is the number fourth or fifth biggest saver in the United States of America for a major city. We're one of the wealthiest because of our savings culture. Kick this up a little. The uh, a little there. Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, remember our motto, our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Uh, save aggressively, invest conservatively. Well, what a week on Wall Street. And I mean, it just never ends. I mean, the road goes on forever and the party never ends. That's the motto of Wall Street. And and it uh, just incredible this week. Uh, so many things happening. Uh, the markets were, were pretty volatile, uh, up, down, uh, came back, went down. Uh, in in really, uh, it's very fascinating. The looking at this market, if you really sit and study the stock market, basically within forty eight hours, give or take, of when Janet Yellen left office, the market peaked. We might have seen the the, the top of the bull market for the last, and, and it's fascinating. Within within, I'm going to repeat that again. Within forty eight hours of when Janet Yellen left, is when the market peaked. 
And that could have a couple things to do. It just could be a remarkable coincidence. It could be that the Federal Reserve was in there possibly selling volatility, and that policy ended to dampen stock market volatility. It's also known as stock market manipulation or asset price manipulation. And and we won't know that for a a while. It'll come out eventually, but not right now. and, and but but it is ever since Janet Yellen has been gone, the stock market has acted uh, differently. And if you, if you look at a a long term chart, it's just remarkable how it completely changed character as soon as Janet Yellen left office. I, I'm, I'm not sure what that means, but we have a much more volatile market in uh, in, in 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 the in the thing and and, th- and, and it, it's. It, it, the the complexion of this market has definitely changed. And I really think we've been saying it for a while. You need to have your guard up. I think more important than ever, it's important to do that. So let's, do we have a call coming in to 713-339-1070? This is a live show here in Houston, Texas, 713-339-1070. Okay, uh, we, okay well, we'll get him on in just a second. Put him on as soon as he comes on. And... Uh, the uh, so anyway, uh, but it, it changed. The, the complexion of this market is changing. It's not going up. It's not hitting new highs. Things are changing pretty much across the board uh, uh, with the, with the market. In in the volatility has creeped up. It's broken down. It's going under the fifty day. It went under the hundred. It, it barely held the two hundred, which you really got to wonder about. And so, okay, do we have them up? Okay, welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. There, okay. Get a kite. Welcome to the Max Out Saving Show. Hello? There, okay. Hello? Ted? Yeah, sorry about that. Go ahead. Yeah, it's me, Randy. Uh, hey, Randy. I have a question. Uh, could the, uh, we've been sailing along pretty good here, it looks like, and there was no recession really on the horizon, I don't think, but now. Suddenly, with this uh, tariffs on the steel and aluminum, they're talking about that might be our fly in the ointment. What do you think about uh, the ramifications of that going to be? Well, look, I think that's a big story. Uh, a couple things happened on that. Uh, the Look, this thing started a week ago, and a week ago, something happened. Uh, about two, uh, two or three weeks ago, President Xi Jinping came out and said, "Look, we're gonna uh, we're gonna lift the uh, the limitations on me extend my presidency, so I, I won't have to step down in the future." Right. And, and 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 so, and then last week something interesting happened. Donald Trump announced he's running for president in 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 2020 and he's putting together a campaign staff. Okay, why was that done? And it was done because. The word obviously had gotten back to the president of the United States that these people were all going to basically sandbag on NAFTA and sandbag on everything else, on, on, on uh, uh, the, the, the T, TPP as well, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, and, and figuring, hey, Trump's going to be out in two year and a half, uh, three years or less. It's coming up to less than three years. It'll be two years pretty soon, and we're just going to wait him out. And so he's like, uh-uh, sorry, guys, we're running again. This is a long-term deal. We're in it for the long term like the Chinese. Okay, they laid the groundwork. Now, obviously, these these negotiations weren't going well. Trump figured he had to do something, and the idea that they're just going to sandbag us for four years, three years, and wait till hopefully a new guy gets in there wasn't acceptable. So he had to throw this out on the table. And 
Uh, it's look. I think it's a reasonably big deal. Uh, I, I I think look. Twenty five percent is not going to hurt anybody on steel and ten percent on aluminum. It's really sending a message that uh, that that look. We're tough. We're we're serious on trade, and we're not going to let you drag this thing out forever. Yeah. Well, basically, I don't think we get too much steel from uh, China. Some of it's transship, but our major trading partners are Canada and Mexico. So. Uh, I don't understand. They're talking about this could be a national security issue, but even if we got into some kind of national security situation, I don't think Canada or Mexico is going to go down the tubes with us because we're kind of uh, covering their military nut. Yeah, yeah. Look, this is about two things. This is about those two countries dragging their feet on the NAFTA. Clearly, that's what was going on. And this was, a, keep in mind, that was supposed, those talks were supposed to end sometime in March, and, and they weren't going well. So you had to do something. And the other thing is, look, we, we've got to throw down, a, 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 this idea that, that, that Trump started a trade war is, is just patently absurd. I mean, we basically have been, you know, we've been Pearl Harbored out. I mean, go look at any major Midwest city, and it's been completely carpet bombed by the Chinese. And, and somewhere you're going to have to make a stand against these people. And and you know you can only be you can only back down so much, and you know eventually you know it's like uh, it's like Sam Houston. You're gonna have to sit there and fight you fight your battle and, and stand up to Santa Ana, and it's the same thing with the Chinese. We're gonna have to stand up to the Chinese, and that's what yeah. we're seeing. To, to, remember the Alamo, and uh, but is this gonna is this gonna ignite inflation? In other words, if we have to pay more for cars and, uh, look, and anything made out of steel, what's uh, that gonna do? To yeah, it? look, I think I think inflation's already coming back. If you look, I saw a story: uh, lumber prices are going up. They're having shortages of lumber. I mean, uh, wage wage costs are going up. Bonuses are going. Up. We just got the numbers this week. Uh, I, I want to say it was uh, four tenths or five tenths. I forgot what it was. Increase in wages. Uh, you know, wage inflation is coming back. The cost of a lot of things are going up, and inflation is starting to to, to work into the system. And this is going to be a little bit more inflationary. Uh, and I, I think it's I, I think it's a more serious deal. I, I, look, I don't think, th- like I said, I think this trade war has been going on for a while. We've just been losing all over the place, and somewhere you've got to dig in and make a stand. And 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 that's what we're doing now. And so. At the same time, the market is in a very precarious situation, and so it didn't help matters with the market. And so uh, I think you're going to see more of this. Look, it's no mistake that uh, that uh, Broadcom is trying to buy Qualcomm. Qualcomm is, is going to be – their chips are going are, are to power the 5G networks. And uh, Broadcom is a Singapore company run by a Chinese. The Chinese know they can't get Qualcomm, so they're going to try to get it this way through a Singapore company. These people are not going to – they're not going to book us any quarter whatsoever. They're going to keep coming at us and take everything unless we stand up to the Chinese. That's right. It's, it's time we start playing some hardball. I agree yeah. with that. But Steve Moore, Cudlow's, uh, Gary Kahn, all these people, they're, they're not particularly crazy about these tariffs. But maybe no. Uh, no Trump, is, being but, yeah. a businessman, he knows he – knows better than they do you know that's that's what i'm thinking yeah no look i think i think you're right on that i i think that's that's really the, the situation randy it's uh look it was fascinating the, the funniest thing i heard i mean to see hear these people melt down was was somewhat humorous i mean jeffrey Sachs said look we need to get we're going to have to go back to more education and infrastructure 
And I'm like, what in the hell are you talking about? I mean, these people are are are, are basically cheating. They 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 they're putting in stealth tariffs. They're putting in taxes. They're they're putting they they, they have all types of of rules, regulations, uh, in in duties and everything else to keep American products out. And then they want to free trade into the United States. And uh, and keep in mind one thing, Randy. Remember. All of these people, a lot of them, and I like Kudlow. He's a good guy. I know he's a free trader. Look, I believe in free trade, but we're not getting free trade out there. There's a huge army of lobbyists up there paid by corporate America that that are desperate to get into China, and and, and they're the ones fighting against this. That's not doing the American people any good, and and so we're going to have to stand up to them. It's not an easy situation, uh, but and it is going to affect the stock market. Okay, so is it going to affect bonds very, very, uh, very much? Do you think? You know, look, I saw a statistic: uh, twenty billion dollars in the last twelve months. The Chinese or, or foreigners have bought twenty billion dollars worth of 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 bonds of of treasuries. They bought one hundred twenty six billion of 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 one hundred thirty billion of corporate debt. Now, part of that is because since the, since the Europeans have negative interest rates or in in a lot of corporate debt in in particularly extremely low there those are foreign Europeans buying our corporate debt they're buying 135 billion of agencies which is that that's a little concern but the point is they've been selling treasuries for a while ah uh, I tell you a scary thing is you wanted to answer that question uh they've been buying foreigners have bought 126 billion dollars worth of U.S. stocks. You know, our market's at all-time high levels. If anything, they're going to quit buying the stocks. The market, I think, is is more in danger than the, than the bond market. The stock. Yeah, that's market. the way. That's the way I feel. I, I'm really kind of. I've got more. I tell you the truth. I've got a lot more bonds than I do stocks, and uh, it's a steady income for me. And as long as I don't get any defaults, then uh, I'll be happy. Well, let's just see what's going to happen. So it's been good talking to you, Ted. Okay, thanks, Randy. Yeah, good, good question. We're starting to buy for our clients some bonds, some shorter-term bonds. Uh, we're really you're starting to see some value out there was before you would just get nothing. You know, you could buy a CD and it would put one year CD would pay a half a percent or point three. Per, it was just absurd. And in or bonds or two year bonds paying one and a half. I mean, one percent. I mean, it was just ridiculous. And we're starting to see some better value. Nothing spectacular, but but at least on the shorter end, people are starting to get paid further investments, which is a good thing. Tell you what, we're coming up here in a break. If you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. 
If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. If you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call. 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show. You know, I would like to rewrite that song, Sweet Home Texas. You know, I've often thought about that. That would be so great. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a contest. <laughs> Put some new lyrics in there. Ah, uh, the uh Anyway, uh, oh, by the way, if you haven't signed up for our free Max Out Savings Report, we sent one out about a week ago talking about the markets, what we think uh, is happening in the world. Uh, just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. We've been writing a lot about our outlooks and different things. Uh, I, I think we, we also write about uh, – Common 401k mistakes. We 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 write about uh, saving aggressively, investing conservatively. We we write about what's happening in the world. We we you know we we try to look out and tell you what's going to happen in the future, not what's happening right now, and which is getting tougher and tougher. But but uh, I, I think we try. I, I try to put about thirty years of investment experience into into these reports to try to help you out and and, and to build up a, a a solid retirement. And so if if you need some help, go to our website maxoutsavings.com. You can also set up an appointment with me, but at least sign up for that free newsletter. It's completely free. Uh just go to the website maxoutsavings.com. And we talked about uh most recent one about really the the need to be cautious in here. We we pointed out we've been pointing out the market has been one of the more expensive markets in in history and in really uh it, 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 it's it's been almost remarkable uh, the valuations based on uh, GDP to cash. I noticed that there was a story. Uh, uh, Paul Tudor Jones did an interview, and uh, he's one of the top hedge fund managers from from way back when. An incredibly bright person, and he talked about the market. and And, and he really, one of the things he said was that he said that he, he was talking about. Uh, Fed Chairman uh, Dillard, uh, is it Dillard? Uh, Jerome Dillard, I think so. Uh, and, and so, anyway, but he was saying the, he, he's kind of like custard going into the little bighorn. On one side, you've got 
on on your left you got you coming in and you got the stocks at record high levels and he said they're they're at record high not just in the United States but based on GDP but really in the world history it is in in the uh in the center you got the corporate bond market which is kind of it it, it 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 there's a lot of debt out there a lot of these corporations have taken on too much debt they're pretty benign right now but you don't know what's going to happen and then on the other side you've got the uh you, you you've got the fx in the uh the traders in the, the the currency people and and they're up in arms and led by the new rising renminbi the chinese in 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 and so he doesn't really have anywhere to go and behind him he's got the, the uh the americans spending money like crazy running up the deficits and, and he doesn't have anywhere to go i mean it, it, it it's something we've been talking about on this show for a while and particularly on the max out savings report the 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 valuations are really extreme levels we we talked earlier this year about the most overbought markets in history and then all of a sudden boom february hits and uh you know the 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 thing crashes through the to the two hundred day moving average faster than it did during the crash in eighty seven and so we're watching this closely uh, to see what's going to happen next but you got a very expensive market and one thing we've been writing a lot about is liquidity and and we, we say look there's going to be we've been saying on the show in the max out saving report there's going to be a liquidity event and what we kind of saw. Uh, it, at the start of February was really a liquidity event. And keep in mind, the first couple of days of the month should always be good because what, what, what you really got is 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 all of a sudden you've got all this new corporate money, new money coming in from plans, and it goes in the market. And typically, the first couple of days of the new year are, are pretty good. This thing just fell completely apart, and uh, the market went from an all time high in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It went from an all-time high to to hitting the 200-day moving average in 11 days, which is just remarkable. And and and, and the, uh, the liquidity vanished. We've been saying we're going to see a liquidity event in in, uh, in the world. And and what we mean by that is is the market's a mile wide and in about two inches deep. And and so the minute you try to you can buy and buy and buy and get in. But it's kind of like the Roach Motel for big institutions. They can't get out. When they start selling, all of a sudden, you know, they just start dropping the price and there's no buyers. And in a world today where we have uh, markets really being run by trading, big traders, big trading operations, people using uh, quantitative, uh, I mean, qualitative, different types of quantitative, qualitative programs, artificial intelligence, algorithms, they're all looking at exactly the same thing, which means as soon as this thing as soon as this thing starts kicking underneath the the the, the uh, support levels that typically the moving averages, the, the it starts triggering sells or stopping of the buys, and then all of a sudden it just feeds on itself, which is exactly what we hap- had happened when the market went underneath the. Uh, you know, it spent two days, couple days under the uh, twenty twenty five day moving average, and it just plunged straight through the fifty. And it kept going. Once it hit the 50, it triggered more sells that day and then came almost to the 100 and rallied back a little bit and got above the 50 and then crashed down a couple of days later to the 200 uh, through the 100 in in tricking more sells. And finally to the to the to the 200, where I strongly suspect you probably saw some support coming in from somewhere to try to stabilize it in in so. It, it, it kind of is what it is. Understand 
the market doesn't have the liquidity it once had, and it's all being run a lot by computers. It just as as in 1987, the portfolio insurance crashed the uh, the stock market. It, look, that was no surprise to people. We, you know, we sat in conf- I sat in conference calls and discussed portfolio insurance and market crashes in August uh, of '87, two months before it happened. I mean, you know, it's it, the problem is. Is is that people just don't understand now? Nowadays, everybody is watching this stuff, which makes it even a little more disconcerting that this happened uh, the way it is. But I think there's a lot of risk in the market, so let's take a look at the market. Uh, had a bad week this week, and and went straight down pretty much. Uh, broke underneath the 50-day again, which is what we've been talking about these averages, and and then it proceeded to plunge down to the hundred. And 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 uh, Donald Trump talked about some tariffs and it immediately went down further and it, it broke underneath the, the hundred Thursday night and then it stabilized and came back up uh, Friday. It's still below the 50 day moving average, which means you really have to be cautious with this market. Uh, now, one of the things to think about with the market is, is, you know, looking at it, what I'm, what I noticed is, is that we're seeing a lot of the buying appears to be in very liquid stocks where there's st- stock buyback programs or there's a lot of liquidity. So the traders are coming in and they're fighting for liquidity, which means they don't trust the market. And, and I'm not convinced this isn't just another bounce up because I'm not seeing solid underneath buying. I'm seeing everybody rushing into liquid stocks. And by that, I mean, I can go toss $50 million into the stock or $10 million in the stock and zip out with, with not a lot of losses, won't drop it 3 or 4% but in, in selling it in, in, you know, maybe 2%. But, and so they really, so, so this liquidity issue is becoming a bigger ambition and we're getting a narrower and narrower market. And these are not the most positive signs to the market. And so this is something we want to kind of watch. So. So something to think about. I think you really have to have your guard up. We're very cautious in the market. We've got one of the most expensive markets in history, particularly if you look at price to sales, if you look at price to GDP. We've got a somewhat of a of, of kind of the sparks of a trade war that, as we talked earlier on the show, that really this trade war has been going on for years now, and we're finally having to stand up. And the problem is when you stand up to somebody, when you stand up to a bully, there's usually going to be a, a little dust up and everyone's been afraid to, of the dust up. Well, the bully's going to keep, which is the bully is China stealing American jobs. Uh, and, uh, the, the, it, 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 you know, people are afraid of that, but look, it's got to get done. If you want to have things, look, what's the worst case world trade completely blows up. Let me give you some numbers. World trade blows up. The Donald Trump made this remark. Oh, it's a complete disaster. Oh, wait a minute. China, China's trade deficit is $375 billion a year to the United States, which means we import $375 billion worth more products than they buy for us. But it's even worse than that because they, they export to us a half a trillion dollars a year export products. Half, now, they import about $130 billion dollars worth of products. So that, that takes it down to, I don't know, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood. It's what's 500, it gets you to about five, 375 total. But a lot of what they import are raw materials. In, in like China right now is trying to import a lot of oil, a lot of oil products from the United States to help their trade deficit look better. Well, look, if China buys, buys 
a tanker load of oil from us or a tanker load from the Saudis, or, or just like, let's say it's gasoline, a little more easier, Ga- gasoline from us or the Saudis, what difference does it make? If they buy it from us, then the Saudis sell the oil to somewhere else. If they buy it from the Saudis, then we sell it to the person. Oil is a completely fungible thing. You know, so it makes no difference. So what they're doing is they're disguising with the, with the purchase of just raw commodities and trying to buy as many raw commodities. From, they're disguising the trade deficit is actually worse in many ways. So we got we we don't have a lot to lose in this situation. Now we can't just shut the Chinese down, but we have to we have to work to try to say, look, we're not going to talk. Number one, we believe in free trade as Americans in general. However, we believe in free trade which means there has to be free trade on our side, but the free trade on our side. I'll tell you what we do not believe as a country, okay? And, and this is the mistake all these free traders are making. They think that we should go, we believe in free trade, or we're going to have open borders, and we anyone can sell. And then they're not going, hey, wait a minute, the other side has to do it. The answer is simple. There's no free trade if a country's not free trading with us. If they don't have free trade with us, they don't get free trade with 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 us if we can't have free trade with them they don't get and so we have to insist upon the free trade all these tariffs needs to go away all the taxes need to go away all the special what some cases what they'll do is if you sell overseas you'll get like a tax credit so they'll give you they'll they're subsidizing these things and it's taking away jobs it's taking away it's weakening in the united states and if there's ever a war If there's a war breaks out between us and China, you can forget about ever purchasing an Apple phone. Uh, Now you'll say, well, they're coming out of Taiwan. Well, they'll they'll move into Taiwan, and you're not going to get your Apple phone. Then what are you going to do? And so we these products need to be made in the United States. And this is the most important thing to, to 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 remember on this subject is remember in a robotic world of the future with huge processing power that we're going to have artificial intelligence, big data. Those robotic factories can be put in the United States because they're not going to require many workers. So so we're, we've got to get the factories back. So we'll lose some workers due to robotic factories. But if we bring more factories back here, we gain more workers. And that's the key. And that's what our edge is. And that's what we should work to, to get, get, get the edge back. Fascinating story, by the way, I, on China. Uh, it was actually I saw this in Bloomberg today. And we'll get off the China subject. China is turning Ethiopia into a giant fast, fast fashion, fast fashion factory. That's a tough one, fast fashion factory. Okay, there. China is now since they're having trouble with they can't compete on wages alone. They're moving in, in into Ethiopia. They they the Chinese construction companies rushed out and put up. 56 identical hanger-sized red and gray metal sheds, the, the size of aircraft hangers, to for, for textile production in nine months for $250 million. So they put in 56 good, big, big factories right in a row, boom, 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 and they're moving all their production over there. Now, this is a good thing for the Ethiopians because they get jobs, and they're happy making 
Hmm, let me see. The base rate is $25 a month. No, that's not a typo. Not $25 a day, $25 a month. This is what we're having to deal with with the Chinese. The Chinese come in. They try to take over a country. They're, you know what the Chinese are like? The Chinese are like that guy. Okay, remember Independence Day? You remember that show? Okay. Okay, so the guy gets up there and he mind melts with the alien, okay? And, and, and the aliens, and he realizes the aliens are coming in to strip, and, strip out the planet of all all the resources and everything and to destroy it and then move on to the next place. And it's kind of, I don't want to pick on the Chinese because quite frankly, the problem isn't the Chinese. The problem is the United States has not stood up to the Chinese. They've not stood up to the theft of intellectual property. I've seen some numbers that say this theft of international internet of, of intellectual property is 300 billion a year. I, I don't believe that number, which is a massive number, by the way, but I, it's probably, if it's a dime, it's $100 billion a year in addition to the $375 billion. So they're copying our factories. They're copying our intellectual property. They're copying our computer code. They're copying and stealing everything they can get their hand, including, including exact copies of our stealth fighters that they have also stolen from us. And so somehow we're being the unfair wrecking world trade by standing up to the Chinese. Give me a break. Anyway, tell you what, let's take, uh, you know, take a, a, a break. If you got any questions or comments, not about the Chinese, but look, it's a big, big week in the markets. A lot of things are happening. Give us a call at 713-339-1070 about your retirement. Uh, we'll be happy to to get you going. Uh, and if you're not signed up for the free Max Out Savings, where we write a lot about these big issues, uh, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. It's maxoutsavings.com. We'll be right back after this quick break. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. 
South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking investments in your market. Your retirement is always here on the Max Out Saving Show. Uh, if you got any questions or comments, this is a live show, 713-339-1070. We'll get your questions answered. Uh, okay. The savings and investments. I, I was talking to some clients. They're trying to figure out how much money to take out for the retirement. And we sit, sat down with them and, and discussed it and went back and forth on different things and scenarios. Uh, the, the basic numbers are are about four four point two percent, and 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 that's what the kind of the research has said four point two eight, uh, based on a number of Monte Carlo simulations. Which you know you simulate the market going up, the market going down. You simulate uh, simulate inflation, interest rates going up and down, all types of of different. Some years the stock market has gone straight up, and the bond market has gone straight down. Some years the bond market goes up, the bond uh, the market goes down. A lot of different things, but that's about the number is about four four point two percent. And and so uh now that the good news about that number is it goes up over time with inflation. So 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 it should go up over time. And so it, it it's a good number, but that's about now there's a school of thought out there it should be under four percent to maybe three and a half percent uh based on the record low the lowest interest rates in the history of the world. This really started in about two thousand sixteen when the Fed cut rates to ridiculously low levels. Here's the problem with that. What we find is very few people can retire taking three and a half percent or three percent out of their plans. They just there's just not enough money in these these people. And, and so that's a reasonably good number to, to to work with is about four, four and a quarter percent. Now here's the interesting thing is when you turn seventy and a half, you're required to take money out of your four hundred one k plan, and uh, I'm sorry, not your four hundred one, your IRA. Uh, it's a required minimum distribution, your RMD. People don't realize this, but that's about a little over three point six percent a year is what comes out of the, the starting at three point six percent a year. So, and the interesting thing, it goes up over time, and so the older you get, the more money you have to take out. When you hit 80, you have to take out 5.3% a year, according to the IRS, out of your sink. And when you get 90, it's 8.7% a year has to come out of your your IRA. And so it's adjustable on basically every year. It adjusts every year to the value of your IRA. But understand... Uh, the, the government requires you to take a certain amount of money as well. By the way, there's been some interesting research that said if you just did the started retired at seventy and a half and just did the RMD, that worked almost as well as the four point three percent. So anyway, uh, different ways to take money out of an IRA. Tell you what, let's take a call from uh, Howard. Is it Howard? Mm-hmm. Hello, Howard. Yeah. Uh, number one, I'd just like to expand on what you were saying about China and and free trade. Mm -hmm. There is no free trade in the world. I'm all for fair trade. And when they say the Indians, you can't sell a motorcycle in there without them putting a 
big tax on it, but they want to sell over here. And everything is manipulated by going through Mexico. So, and by the way, I'll give yeah. you another one. Mm-hmm. I would, if I were a business corporation, I would not buy a Volvo. And the reason is it's a Chinese corp- uh, government. Look, everything is run by the Chinese secret police. Let's forget all this nonsense, including Yao Ming. So let's forget all this nonsense about the Chinese. Well, I don't know about Yao Ming, but go ahead. Well, Yao Ming, I'll, I'll give you a story. Yao Ming had trouble with his foot. The, the people over here wanted him to rest it after the season. The Chinese government said, you have to play. And they tore the pins. And that's what ended his career. So all of, and now we know that this guy in China wants to become Stalin. He expects there's now one man government in China. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a big that was a, that's a bigger deal right there, Howard, than people realize. That just happened in the last couple of weeks. Right, and and the government is going to control corporations. The government is uh, to make sure they're politically correct. And if you're driving a Volvo, I'll bet you if a corporation uses key words, that flashes somewhere. They'll steal your intellectual property right out of the Volvo with AI, the same way they're stealing it in China. Well, by, by the way, yeah, no, uh, that's kind of funny what you said, but if, if, if you're, if you're a, a person, in, if you're like an engineer from an American company in China, you gotta, they, they, do, they, they basically take your phone and, and, and they do what they can to steal the technology. So, yeah, I mean, I know that for a fact, Howard. I agree with you. And, and, and all these American, whether it's Goldman Sachs or all these people under false gods who are working out of Hong Kong, but that's just China. And all of that's going to be stolen away from you. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, look, uh, Howard, I, I'm not going to disagree. I mean, I've had engineers at Fortune 500 companies say, Ted, we put, and this was a long time ago, by the way, we put a factory in China to make a uh, chemical special factory, and within a year, uh, three miles down the road or six miles down, there was an identical exact copy of the factory put in by a Chinese company. Would you and they're paying our, our their technology. workers. They're paying their workers half pennies on the dollar. Yeah. I mean, there is no, there are no unions in China. They're not going to be people complaining about health insurance or retirement in China. But here's what I respect the Chinese for. Okay, this is what really bothers me about our country is the Chi- I will give the Chinese government credit. They will fight for the Chinese people. They will fight for jobs, and, and, and they will fight to make their country great. And that's something that up until recently we have not done, and it's been – I really believe a genuine national failure. Well, you now see the Democratic Party more interested in destroying Trump than they are in creating own jobs for their own unions for themselves. I know. It's it's almost humorous. Yeah, no, it's, it is. It's humorous. It's starting to get kind of funny to watch because they're just completely imploding and melting down and – and, 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 you know, now they're, they don't know what to do. Yeah, look, it's a problem, Howard, uh, but good call. Uh, uh, China's a real problem. I mean, Gold of My Ear once said, there'll be no peace in the Mideast until the, the Arabs love their children more than they hate us. Well, there'll be no politics until the Democrats want to work with their own unions more than they hate Trump. Yeah, no, that, that's a problem they're running into. Thanks for the call, Howard. Bye. 
Yeah, look, I mean, this is China's a big problem out there, and they're, they're going to have to. St- and it just shows you how hard it is. Uh, look, we talked a little earlier on the show. Is is there was a, the reason Donald Trump announced he's running for president uh, was the beginning of this week, or I think it was the beginning of this week, is because uh, it announced a campaign manager is because uh, these countries basically were going to try to sandbag us and do absolutely nothing, figuring he was going to be out of power in a couple of years and they wouldn't have to do anything. He's like, oh, no, no, I'm going to still be here. And uh, and that was a big, make no mistake. That was about trade, and that was about China. The fact that he that he announced to, for run, people mis- don't really didn't really understand what he was doing. They're like, "Why would you do that? This is the earliest anyone's announced they're going to run." The reason was for China, and the reason was Mexico and Canada trade deals to let them know that hey, I'm not going anywhere, so you're going to have to deal with me. Uh, and and then it's 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 I don't believe it's a coincidence that later this week this trade war starts up. It's not a big positive. For the markets, I mean, look, it, 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 we have a market that's already starting to correct. The, the, we have a market that's extremely expensive, one of the most expensive markets in history. It's already starting to correct. It went down and tested the 200-day moving average. It's breaking down on a lot of 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 of, of, of charts. It's it, it seems to be breaking down on momentum. The 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 uh, advanced declines. It's getting narrower and narrower. Smaller and smaller number of stocks are holding up and not breaking down. And and, and then the, the, this uh, trade war issue comes up, which is which is a is a big issue. And I think you really have to be very very cautious in here. Uh, Overall, uh, I, I think there are some opportunities if, you know, short uh, one to two year paper or, or you know, uh, investments aren't yielding. They're yielding a little bit. At least you're getting something out of them in, uh, you know, anywhere between one and a half to three percent just with not virtually with no risk. Uh, well, you wait for an opportunity to come up, but you have to have the cash. Paul Tudor Jones, we talked about, he, he did that famous interview this week. Paul Tudor Jones made the comment. He said, I think he liked gold, if I remember right. He also really wanted cash. He says, you've got to have cash. Uh, this is something we've got a lot of for our clients. You have to have cash. If there's a, a big correction, if there's a uh, if, if there's a crisis, you have to have the cash to take advantage of it to buy the cheap asset. Warren Buffett, the same thing. Like, we, what did we say last week? We said it on the show. Uh, hey, we talked. He's new. He's he's got a hundred in uh, hundred and fifteen billion, give or take a couple billion in 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 uh, treasury bills. Uh, piled up, and he was complaining that all these fools in, on Wall Street were buying these companies and way overpaying, and he wasn't about to do it. He's he, he Warren Buffett's a really bullish guy. He's always positive, always upbeat. He he said we're not going in, we're not paying these stupid prices. He was pretty cautious, and, and then you know I mean you're seeing these warning signs. So it's important now, I think, in the world with your retirement to increase your cash levels because most people they don't have enough cash. They're all indexing. They're all things are going well, and then it's going to blow up, and they're going to they're going to people forget it. What it was, you know, a little. It was less than it was nine years ago that people were looking at their at their plans, and they were down fifty seven percent or more uh, in their four hundred one k's in their retirement, which wiped out their retirement. Uh, if you've got a million dollars in your retirement plan, you get down fifty-seven percent. You're down to four hundred thirty thousand dollars. You're not retiring anywhere, and and, and so understand that there's risk in this market and you have to kind of adjust for it and understand it. And, you know, don't listen to the siren song of Wall Street. Uh, 
you know, you, you almost have to tie yourself to the post, so to speak, with higher levels of cash and be a little more cautious. Now, Joe, coming up here, this in the end of the show here, last segment, if you got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show. That's 713-339-1070. The, so we're talking, anyway, just finish up on the RMDs, your required minimum distribution. That number's kind of close the research said it wasn't it it, it kind of got you close to where it was with the uh there wasn't a huge amount of difference over the long term versus taking out about 4.25% per year out of your out of your savings plan to provide income and at retirement it's it's it, most people's retirement we see very rarely do well not very rarely but oftentimes uh we 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 work with a combination of of people come in with with uh, uh, IRA big IRA four hundred one k rollover some cash the other other investments and then so we put together typically we're dealing with social security we're dealing with taking some funds out of the out of your IRA and, and other other investments to to provide a stream of income and and uh, it's it's a combination of all of these put together that gives people where they want to be for retirement and and this is why uh why it, it it's sometimes not quite as hard as hard as people think to get through retirement if they if they correctly manage things and, and understand these things and, and one of the big things is is the the social security and it's important to manage that social security and take it at the right time uh be, because that's that's part of your savings plan and 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 one thing to understand it, it there is an adjustment on social security but it's not going to keep up with inflation so if a big inflation comes that chunk of 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 your portfolio is probably much more of your income is more at risk than you realize and this is why we've been talking about inflation for the last couple of months starting to come back up and we really want to it's actually more than that we've been talking about for a while but it's really we're starting to see the 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 themes in the last Two or three months, really, it's one one flashing light on inflation after another kicking off, and you've got to understand that, and 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 manage your portfolio through that because, in the end, if we get a inflation, that is going to be in danger more people's retirement than anything because the good chunk of their their retirement income is going to be that social security which will not adjust, and so, again. A lot of things happening. What we think is happening in the world at Max Out Savings Advisors, we're making a transition from a financial economy driven by Wall Street, uh, stock prices, asset prices in general, uh, going up, pushing up by low interest rates by the Federal Reserve, manipulating the asset prices higher, to an economy, a real economy, where it's jobs, it's, it's plant, it's equipment, it's bonuses. It's what people do. It's making things. And, and this is why we're starting to see the factories come back. This is why Donald Trump has talked to the corporate CEOs about putting plan and equipment back here in the United States so much. Uh, this is why we cut the, the corporate tax rate to encourage uh, wage growth, bonuses, new plant and equipment, new R&D spending. Uh, we, want, we want the United States to be built up to be the shining city on the hill, and we want the money spent here to help out the American people. And, and so, but that shift from the financial economy to hey, stocks are going up to hey, 
people are getting raises and plant and equipment is going up is 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 a bumpy road and it's not as positive for the stock market and and you know the research is is shown it you know a, a, a surging economy is not always the best thing for for the stock market particularly one built on the ultra low interest rates when the fed has to raise rates with the highest valuations in history so we're going through this shift so it, i want you to understand just because the market goes down doesn't mean that things are going bad with the economy and bad for the American people's future. So this is something we're going to be continuing to talk about, and a lot of exciting things are happening. We're going to write a lot about this in the Max Out Savings Report, too, by the way. Uh, if you're not on the free list, go to maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com, and you can sign up for the free report. Yeah, yeah. And also, if you, if you need help with your retirement, uh, I'll be happy to sit down with you and show you what we're doing at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. Uh, we, we invest in individual stocks, bonds, some mutual funds, some ETFs, and put together a, a package for long-term conservative growth. We do a lot of risk analysis to try to, to, to avoid some of the pitfalls uh, in in the world and and I think our risk analysis stuff is is really we've been able to uncover things much ahead of of really in crash in eighty seven we wrote about the failure of the investment banks in two thousand and seven nobody thought that so this stuff pays off over the long term so if you need some help go to our website maxoutsavings.com. dot com we'll see where the market goes from here we're still below the 50-day moving average i think really some warning signs are, are really popping up the market barely held the hundred this week it had to rally at the end of the day not looking good at all in this market and i think it's something we're gonna have to continue to watch well i hope everyone has a great weekend and remember the motto in the philosophy of the max out saving show it's to save aggressively and invest conservatively that's the key to building up wealth over the long term you're going to have to build up your future you can't depend on the government to do it so Save aggressively and invest conservatively. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. 
Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. 